Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. We are back for a brand new edition. This is episode 419. Yeah, it is. Which means our not our episode 420 is going to be uh Thanksgiving episode. So yeah. get high and fill your face with food. It's going to be good. It is going to be good. Yeah. I mean, not that we endorse getting high. Uh, well, I mean, to an extent, we do. In Missouri. If you're in Missouri, get high as you want. Well, you can buy it in Missouri. You can get high in Kansas. They ain't stopping us. You know, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I've been I've been purchasing uh, edibles in in Missouri, and then um and then not traveling back with them. I leave them in Missouri, but I want to purchase them there because I yeah. can. You yeah. got a little hidey hole just across the border, just across the border. So I'll go into Missouri and I'll get super high, and then I'll wait eight hours because they're edibles, and then I'll come back. Yeah, yeah, that's how I roll. I mean, it, it's caution the better part of valor and all that yeah yeah we're on, I think we're, it's... on we're on the zoom and they, they changed the, the menus and things for zoom we we were very confused i still feel slightly confused are you feel off your game is that is that what's going on i feel on? like zoom, zoom has put me off my game oh. i know i used to know where all the buttons were and they moved the buttons they're hiding Man. buttons from us now now we know the anxiety that like rats feel when they get put in a different maze than the one that they're used to like pressing the button and getting the pellet. Yeah. Except they moved the buttons and, and those, I don't know what's going on. And they don't give you no pellet. No, I feel like I should also mention that, that you got the, the number right on the first try, but we did talk about it before we started recording for those people who keep score at home with you knowing the, the number of the episode. Uh, does it, do people keep score of that? Do you I think? mean, I don't know. I I just, I feel like in just in case, man, what it's a, a big, it's, week a, running, it's a running thing that happens. So, you know, like if we got an intern again, I don't want, you know, I want the records to be pristine and beyond repro- reproach. And so, yeah, we're not here yeah. to, to lie or to to deceive through a mission to you listeners. We're here to give you the full unvarnished truth. And that's and that's the truth that, you know. You know, you remembered, though, between there's been a couple of times I feel like where we've talked about it beforehand and it still slipped your mind when it came time to record. So I'm staying, it's still a win. It's still a win in your column. I, I don't, maybe this isn't the podcast for this, but is there any such thing as objective truth? Um, I mean, yeah, to a degree, it probably depends. It's probably a case by case thing, but I would say that, yeah, there is because in a lot of situations, there is what happened actually beyond like people's perceptions of what happened. I feel like people's perceptions can maybe warp what's objective, but there's still an objective truth of the things that happen to the world around us. I don't know. I just feel like I've been living in a post-truth society since 2016, and I I really question if if there is actually truth anymore. I mean, there is, because the truth still exists whether people try to obfuscate the truth or, or decide that a truth that 
that they prefer to be true is real versus the actual truth. Like that's, that's something beyond objective truth. That's people's personal perceptions that are either chosen or observed. Like, you know, some people maybe will be missing a fact or two. And so the truth is they know it is, is skewed, but there's still, there is still a truth to the things that happen, whether or not, it's it's possible for like us to understand the objective truth of things on on a broad scale that might be up for debate but there is still a truth out there whether we know it or not man if, i wish we had a sponsor because that would have been a really good like segue to a sponsor moment right the grim's there. back <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the objective truth, the objective truth is that the McRib is coming back. Well, and that, I mean, really, we're, we're, there was so much in the world that is bad. Mm-hmm. The, let's celebrate the little victories, right? Let's, let's I mean, all like blow out your O rings just in time for the holidays. With whoa, the McRib. whoa. I don't know if I like the phrase blow out your O rings just in time for the holidays. I'm, I, I mean, feel- you know, the McRib, it, it, it's <sighs> not always going to be kind to your colon. Is what oh I'm boy. saying. Oh boy! Be kind to your colon this holiday season, and don't eat the McRib, or celebrate the way that Jesus did, and and eat a McRib. Is that the way Jesus celebrated? Um, I mean, again, we don't really know because we weren't there, so it's hard to know the objective truth of that. The we don't, we don't even th- have any contemporaneous, like, uh, well, we might have contemporaneous observances that just at this point have been cut out of the narratives that we, we see. Like, a lot of the stuff we know was written, like, after he was already dead. So, for all we know, in like, when he was in, in like, his early 20s, he was snacking on McRibs while they were on the road preaching. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't say does, you can't say it didn't happen because we don't know. We weren't there. I mean, they I probably like, weren't eating McRibs when he was yeah. Jewish and and the McRib famously pork. Uh, so probably he wasn't. But we don't know. We weren't there. I mean, that that could have been that could have been really the big split right there. It's I like, think that's the I, I, I think it's not that the existence of the McRib is probably tied to what the 70s when the McRib start being a thing. I don't even know. But. But I feel like he probably he probably wasn't eating them because he was not not even just Jewish, but practicing Jewish. He was we he was quite religious in the history Jesus. of McRibs. Are you not a, a lot Mc- of people know Jesus was pretty religious? Not a lot of people know that. No. What what do you think they know him for, Nelson? Um, like the hits. The hits. Yep the bangers yeah like the water into wine and the the more the infinite fishes and the and the healing healing the sick and so the, and the and the sacrificing himself like magic then yeah he he was a, he was a superhero i think is is what we what we see now but i feel like what's lost a lot of time is he was pretty religious yeah, yeah. Also, well, I think glad... a lot of people think he was Christian when he was not. Yeah, I'm glad you're bringing back the the real spirit of Jesus. Uh, you're the, bringing the, the Christ in Christ, guys. You're putting the Christ in Christ mass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wow, wow. Everything's taking a turn. I don't even know how to respond to any of this, other than to say, uh, I, yep, right on, man. McRibs, get your McRibs.
Hey, guess what? What? I met the governor this week. I saw pictures, but but that's how how did that go? How's the governor? The governor's really nice. She's really nice. She's really quiet. She's like like your mom. She's like meeting your mom, like your mom in particular, but like moms in general, but a lot like your mom. Like, you know how your mom is like kind of like my mom's loud and and kind of like and and my mom is like in your face and sometimes my mom punches people well you're but your mom is like kind of like she's always like really nice and like so governor kelly was a lot more like your mom than my mom and and governor kelly wasn't drunk and governor kelly didn't uh, ask my wife to tell me tell her three things that my wife loved about her and so Governor Kelly was really sweet, like your mom is what I'm trying to say. And she was like, uh, this is really nice. And I'm like, thank you. She's like, there are a lot of people here. And I'm like, thank you. And she's like, did you do all this? I'm like, well, I I, I helped and which I was being modest. I, I did a lot of it, but um, mm-hmm. but it was really nice. And then she gave her speech and then she gave me a handshake and then she let me take a selfie with her. And then we went on a tour of the building and the whole time the governor was just super polite and super cool. And uh, just I'm like, that's awesome. Like a governor who's like just getting it done. She was just getting it done. Right. Yeah. You should have tried to get her on the podcast. You know, I if I'd have thought about it, I, I would have seen if she'd at least given a quote for the, the podcast. I can see, though, where where maybe although she's not running for reelection. I mean, she saw what yeah. happened with the treasurer that he his coming on didn't necessarily help his, his staying in, in office, but, but I don't think she can run again. Right. No, she can't, but I didn't, I didn't bring up the treasurer on the podcast thing. Cause I didn't want any bad blood between me and the governor. It's true. You should have though. You probably should have been like, Hey, when next time you see him say hi from us. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't. Yeah. He probably hates us. He probably has pictures of us on dartboards and his office. Well, he doesn't have an office anymore in his garage with all his stuff from he his office. He might have an office. Be... I mean. Nah, not anymore. He's not treasurer. You, think, you don't... don't think he has a home office like for like with a with a desktop where he does his gaming? No, I bet his wife was like, you're not treasurer anymore. You got to take all this stuff to the garage. Oh, man. Well, then, then yeah. doesn't the garage in a way become his office? Garage fist. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it does. But I bet he has a, a picture of us on a dartboard there. That's my point. Yep. He, but he doesn't have any darts because he's too nice. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks at it. Um, like, Marcy, those, Marcy those Francisco, guys. who was on the podcast, was there. She was oh, yeah. represented in Marcy Francisco. So I got to see her again. Nice. She's nice. I like her. Me too. Yeah. Um. It was basically a bunch of people who I like who are politicians in Kansas. There weren't any of the bad ones because I got to the control who got invited. Um, so I didn't invite any of the ones that I don't don't like. That was probably a gonna, good idea. I'm not going to name names there because I feel like that's like it's a long list. It is a long list. Uh, I mean, I'm not an irascible fucker. Or wait, no, I am an irascible fucker. So there is a long list of people I don't like. I'm not going to go through that now, but if you if you it's like the Treasury and or the Secretary of State and like you may have unclaimed property. It's like if you think that you're on my list, you can call me and I'll let you know. Yeah, like you're on the list. You have like it's a lot of work to publicize the whole list, but you're not. It's not a secret like anyone can yeah. find out. 
Yeah, if you don't have my number, that's a first sign that you might be on my list. If you do get in contact with me, I will let you know. I will say either no, you're not on my list, or I will say fuck you, uh, and then you know that that you're on my list. It's it's not a perfect system, but it is an honest system. You know, I think today is about honesty and not perfection. I mean, we've talked about truth. We've talked about Jesus. We've talked about the McGrevener. Yeah, we've been really pretty lofty today. So, um, you know, I, where you're at right now is not necessarily where you're going to be 10 years from now. So I'm not even saying my list is is like is solid. It It, it is a variable thing like. People can get off it. Doesn't happen very often, but it could. Yeah. It's it's mutable. It's not set in stone. This list. No, no. People can do things to to either get on or off this list. That's right. Like like show up at uh, at my groundbreaking uh, yeah. and like the governor did and and then you know, governor's not on the list. Did you invite Boog? He's one of the nice ones. I did invite Boog. And, you know, unfortunately, he wasn't able to make it. He did say he was having a little bit of some mobility issues. So I oh, hope man. he's doing okay. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. He's yeah. One of the so nice if, ones. If, you, if you see Boog, tell him we hope he's okay. And he's not on the list. Yes. Shout out. Shout out to Boog. We yeah. should try to get him on here, too. We should do a, him on here on one of these Zoom ones where he can zoom in. And then yeah. that way he doesn't have to, like, you know, haul his ass over here. We can just make it make it a zoom fun time. Yeah. Yeah. Put that put that on the other list, which is for people who can be podcast guests. Oh which man, let's hope I talk about get... the the Laura's Larson and Larson <laughs> getting on here. And I think we should we should still try to to do that and then you know we can make a game of it. What if we got both Lisa Larson and Laura Larson and then just kept mixing them up? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, Laura Larson was talking on the Twitters about about looking for an episode where they try to to take to, to you know tell them apart, and I was like, "We'll make that happen. We'll make nice. it happen." I, I didn't I didn't see that on the on the Twitters. I have to pay more attention. Ever since it went X rated, I I, I felt like I I can't go there because yeah I, I I don't do that anymore. Yeah, I still use it, but. I use it more as a news aggregator at best as, as, yeah. as well as it works for that still than I do just for fun. Cool hangs as much. Like I'll try to do that a little bit while I'm on there, but you know, you used to get in some hilarious quippy back and forth with people on, on the Twitters. Yeah. You were good at that in a, back in a simpler age. They were they were uh, naive times. We were all much younger than like three, four years younger. Yeah, yeah, full of piss and PBR and McRibs. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a lot of like the 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 height of, of the the fun hijinks times was really in that pre twenty sixteen era when it was a lot fun, a little more fun to be on there. It was less, you know, intense. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of things were less intense pre twenty sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. Not what the McRib will do to you though. That's that stayed constant throughout time. McRib gonna, that... McRib gonna mess you up. Oh yeah. 
first it's going to mess up your taste buds with with good good taste and then it's going to mess up your body with a quick exit no one no no one can control the mcrib no one you can't put the mcrib in a corner in your body the mcrib's going to bust free yeah, you gotta. If you're gonna go that direction, you just gotta get mm-hmm. ready. You gotta prepare yourself. Like, you want to be at home near the bathroom. It's like a colonoscopy prep. The McRib abhors a human digestive system, and it it finds its quickest exit out. That's right. how that's how it do. I like how your cat's like McRibs. Let me into the conversation. I've got a few thoughts on McRibs. She does like ribs. Oh, it's hard God. to eat ribs without her showing up looking for some <laughs> rib meat. That's especially if uh, it's you know a, like a like like those a rib that's not that's not been completely sauced that where they leave the sauce into you where they're like here's some ribs and some sauce go nuts paint paint yeah. your own picture yeah be the, own, be the own captain of your dreams then she's like ooh ribs. I uh I I I I want to change the subject again because I I don't have anything further to add about cats and McRibs, even though I think it's a delightful topic. Mm-hmm. And she's never That's had what... a McRib. I want to be again. I want to be honest. She's just had a lot of regular ribs. Okay, which, I know think it's that's... probably the better way to go. A regular <laughs> rib is gonna treat you more fairly than a McRib. You can you can you can. You can debate the tastiness. You can debate the quality, rib to rib. But generally, a rib is going to stay in you better than a McRib, which is again, it's looking for that first off ramp out of that yeah. the the highway that is the human digestive system. Yeah, I, uh, I, I really feel like we we got that whole McRib colon thing i mean i feel like this is almost becoming a personal vendetta for you did, did a mcrib hurt you show, show us on the doll where the mcrib, did a McRib uh, ever not hurt anyone yeah <laughs> that's true the mcrib is uh there's is a reason why they you. won't let it be around all the time and that's because like <laughs> lot- people are going to start figuring out the havoc it can wreak on humanity if it were just here all the time you, you need uh you need to have time to forget yeah yeah. The way that the way that the human the human mind will still recall pain, but it can't recall like the sensation of pain. It, it, like it that, like, it, and it's built kind of that way to help you know keep you from letting pain control your your actions in a way, um, completely. Or yeah, like how women like forget uh, how painful childbirth is. And, yeah. And I mean, they they certainly remember that it was very painful, but you, the, the mind can't comprehend and, and make that pain. You can't experience that pain when it's not actually happening. And so you're like, it wasn't that bad probably. And that's how the McRib continues because I don't just- want to say we're the first podcast to draw an analogy between tri- childbirth and eating a McRib, but I think we're among a very the science is few. sound though. I think, yeah, we're- no, it's, we're, we're again, not we're t- no lies detected here we're telling once again objective truth this is an objective truth podcast so you can rely on us i want everybody in the world to know that i'm falling further and further in love with baldur's gate 3 and so i wanted to talk about how great that game is for a second because a lot of times i'm like talking shit on shit and this time though 
boy, howdy, do I, I love me some Baldur's Gate 3. I very rarely get games kind of on the newest side. I'll usually wait till they've been around a couple of years and you can pick them up for like 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm even more loath to recommend full price games. But I would say in this instance, well, you and, get and you're getting into the, the season of cheaper games that there's the kind of that like Black Friday through New Year's games are there's sales on sales on sales. So this is the time if you want to get a new game for probably not new game prices. I would say it's the closest I, I think I've I've come to uh, a legit like being able to play D&D by yourself or solo. Right. I mean, it, it's not perfect. It lacks uh, some of the the wilder like types of magic that are more role play types of magic aren't quite as well executed, but they do a lot of things really, really well. And the character development is uh, real good and the story is pretty darn good. And it feels very immersive. Um, yeah. your, the way it integrates your character into the world, the overall world feels like you have impact, that your decisions matter, and uh, that um, it, it really gives you a good feeling, sense of achievement when you when you manage to finish a fight that was pretty intense and, and make it all work. So uh, it's a good game. And there's a whole subreddit uh, dedicated to weird things that you can do in there, which is also kind of fun. So I'm looking forward to my second playthrough so I can do some of the more silly stuff that weird I'm kind stuff. of avoiding this first time as I'm just sort of feeling kind of it play, all out. Playing it, playing it closer to the chest this first time before you get weird the second time. Yeah, yeah. Like, I haven't really delved into the the multiple, like, romance angles. Like, you can you can basically, like love on pretty much any of the companion characters haven't messed with any of that there's some um yeah you know there's things like you can you can have yourself a little necromancy career and have a lot of like skeleton followers follow you around and save save bodies and bring them back and stuff so i haven't played around with that either but yeah there's a there's just a ton to do and um you can go through and not uh, well, basically, it gives you a choice of like you can go two paths to this one p- place between Act One and Act Two, and I chose one, so I still have to go back and do the whole other path. So that's kind of cool that it gives you that many options and choices. Yeah, uh, that's fun though. It, it definitely like helps for replayability when you're going to get a different, uh, a different experience when you go through as opposed to just yeah. kind of rolling with the same thing. And it sticks pretty closely to 5e. It does give you, uh, like, like when, like the way we house roll it, it does let you use potions as a bonus action, which is kind of nice to expedite healing in combat. Um, I still feel and, like, at least with healing potions, that feels like just a, a nice way to do it. I, I understand with like fancier potions, like this is a bigger thing, but yeah, by God, let let a man heal. You know, there's so much danger in the world, and the hurt can stack up so fast, particularly at uh, uh, lower levels. And I think this one only goes up to about level ten or eleven. Your characters, I mean, not yeah. only that's that's a good that's a good level strength of character, but that's um, good. And you know, a lot of campaigns, like you know, like published campaigns, don't necessarily like take you all the way to to like one. Like a lot of them, kind of go into that like low teens to mid teens yeah so it kind of it kind of keeps up with that tradition i'd say to not be like you can get up to like level 30 don't worry about it 
Yeah, well, I, I read one interesting article that's like one of the problems is you start running into spells that are really hard to code because, like, how do you code something like wish? Code wish, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost something impossible. that can can replicate. I mean, like the cost, I guess, is part of how you you make it so that people aren't doing it very much, but still, still, right, right. I can see uh, it's, that. It's fun though. I I I would uh, I again recommend it uh, if you are asking for um some some christmas gifts maybe put it on your christmas gifts little gift list throw it, say i'd like a steam gift card or you know whatever your chosen uh game provider of choice is i need to i need to get on that sometime the problem is my xbox is starting to age out of its ability to play the newest games i, I know yeah. i can still do it like cloud wise but it's also been a money issue, but hey, it's the holidays. That's I think that's the the top of my list of the of the newer games that I really want to play. Yeah, I'm not sure they ported it yet. I I, I feel like the that a port is on the way if it hasn't happened already. I've been playing it on PC, so mm-hmm. um, I I don't know when that is coming out, but I I feel like I've read that there's at least a PlayStation Five port, if not an Xbox port, and yeah. I don't yeah. think it's one system specific. So I think it's on Xbox One. Tweet, get it. But, I, but get again, I think it. it's on like the newest versions of Xbox One, more or less. Yeah, yeah. So not I'm, mine. I'm, yeah, I hear you. I I'm hear still you. playing Witcher Three over here. Well, and now I feel like I've I've got so many games on Microsoft Game Pass and and through Microsoft that it's like now I don't want to go back to PlayStation because all my games are on Xbox, which yeah. kind of you know that's how they get you. Yeah, yeah. There though, man, I do want to play them Spider Man games. That's the one thing that makes me be like, uh, uh, I guess I could put get them on my computer, but I just like playing on it's the console is just the way i like to play a game like that yeah yeah i hear you that's how i live i i don't think i'm uh, disagreeing with you i i don't think anybody's disagreeing with you i mean i hashtag console life like Mm -hmm. that's the way you live and and we're all we're all proud of you for it I got to say the hardest part about Witcher 3 as I'm playing it, and I'm fairly far along now, although I, I do a lot of things that aren't the main quest line. So, like, I feel like my level is, like, a good double or more what, like, the level of the main quest line quests are at the moment. But the right. hardest part that I've found is trying to, like, because uh, I decide, I'm like, I'm going Yennefer in, in, my, in my romantic Witcher things. That seems like the way to go. But she's mad that you, you know, were with Tris when you had amnesia and she keeps bringing it up. And so I'm like, I should probably stay, try to like, you know, respect her and not hook up with these other women. But there's constant other women like throwing themselves at you all the time in that game. It's like, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm a, I'm a one woman witcher. That's that's really uh, that's really, really good of you. I, I I didn't play it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, oh, okay, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was a lusty witcher. I was, yeah. I feel like maybe on a replay, I'll be a lusty witcher. Yeah, but yeah. I'm, try- I'm trying to. I'm trying to stay true. I get here. Here's the thing. I feel like I should like open up about 
because I've kept it in for a long time. Uh, many games in, in games often irritate the shit out of me and I don't like doing them. And like, especially like racing, like if I wanted to play a racing game, which I don't, I would buy a racing game. I, I don't want to horse race horses in Witcher. I don't want to, I don't want to play Gwent. I, I don't, I didn't buy a card game. I don't like card games. I get yeah. bored after about five minutes of card games. And, and so I, I don't play them. I don't mind those aspects, especially because you can kind of skip them if you feel like it in a lot of places, but it's not a bad card game. I would say. Yeah. And I, and I also feel like those races aren't too tough, especially if you can get yourself a little bit better saddle. That's kind I of just the thing. Hate, I just hate that. They, like some of those early horse races are harder where you're, where you don't have a ton of stamina. And so yeah. you're like running out and slowing down and then you're just trying to like box them out. So they can't pass you until you get some stamina up again and can take off. But about at a certain point, you, you just got a lot more stamina than them. And it's not, a, it's not very hard to just outrace them as long as you don't make a drastic mistake because some of those uh some of those tracks have some tight turns yeah yeah but i don't i don't mind it because it's, I, I, and, and I, don't, I don't mind I don't, it as an begrudge. aspect even if it's like a recurring aspect the same way that like you, there's a lot of fist fighting in there yeah. too and, and yeah. that, but at the same like not a lot of it's required but I feel like there's a, a handful of times where like you got a race or you got a fist fight or maybe you don't I feel like there's a few times where like it's just a buddy of yours like hey you want to race horses real quick or and it's like yeah why not I'll beat yeah. you you're probably going to give me like some they're always going to give you something if you beat them at, at racing I didn't I didn't mind hard out here fighting. for winter you need to get make that money where you can it's just it seems to me like like it, it they they make you do the racing in games that aren't racing games and that it just makes me mad on principle so i yeah. understand and i absolutely agree with you that it can be I done mean, you got a horse the horse is kind of a character so it's like let the horse take part yeah yeah i, it's I ha half I, the times when i use a horse like i use the horse there if i'm like i gotta cover some ground or i gotta do a race most of the time i'm just on foot because that's where you you find things yeah. Speaking of finding things, it's we're this is a long episode, and I gotta say, double deuce. Quite frankly, we've been we've been on this thing for a half hour. Speak your objective truth, man. Uh, double deuce. Watch out your cornhole with that McRib. Double deuce. <laughs> oh no! This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I don't know how you did, but if you're trying to listen to more, we're everywhere. Libsyn, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, fucking everywhere. That's right. Wherever fine podcasts are made, we'll be there. Also, you can reach out to us on social medias. We're at Double Deuce Pod on Twitter. We're at Double Deuce Podcast on Facebook. And our email is DoubleDeucePod at gmail.com. Finally, if you want to support us, get our Patreon on patreon.com backslash double deuce pod yeah we got all kinds of stuff on there we got me talking about things i'm seeing we got extra minis that like the minis you find in the deck of deuces we got will singing 
Or if you want to pay for him not to sing, there is a way to pay for no singing. The world's your oyster. All kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. So much stuff. That's patreon.com backslash double deuce pod. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, when you're like, wherever fine podcasts are found, I just kept thinking about that Tom Jones speech at the end of Grapes Wrath. It's like, well, there's a cop beating on a fine podcast. We'll be there. <laughs> Double deuce. Good episode.